and you're listening to the Sully Show, the best podcast ever in America. The Shuli Show. I'm Frank Dow. You're listening to the Shuli Show. Welcome, everybody. The Shuli Show. Bulgaria. Hello. How's it going? Dylan, now's not the time. All right. This is a very serious moment. It's an important day. Uh, sad day. Uh, we have lost another heavyweight in the world of stand-up comedy. Uh, one, maybe one of the best to ever do it. I don't know. It's it's debatable. I'd say. And so. I got no problem slapping that on him. Thank you, everybody, for joining us uh, on the Shuli Show. I'm here with the one and only Iso Doe, as always. And we are uh, going to reminisce this episode on the great Gilbert Gottfried, um, who has passed away as of today, the 12th of April. A day that will live in infamy. (laughs) Man, what a bummer, dude. For real. What a bummer. There's the statement. We are heartbroken to announce the passing of our beloved Gilbert Gottfried after a long illness. In addition to being the most iconic voice in comedy, Gilbert was a wonderful husband, brother, friend, and father to his two young children. Although today is a sad day for all of us, please keep laughing as loud as possible in Gilbert's honor. Love the Gottfried family. Uh, I've met his wife. I did a get So the first big gig I ever had was at the House of Blues in Vegas, where I was. They, I, I got booked to open for Gilbert at the House of Blues. And this was like my first huge gig. And uh, and I couldn't wait. You know, I'd been listening to Gilbert on Stern forever. I couldn't wait to, to meet him and hang out with him. And wouldn't you know it, backstage, Gilbert is exactly how he's portrayed on the show. I walk into the green room. And he is pocketing condiment packets, relish. He goes, oh, I see. I hear him go, oh, and he pulls out like the spicy mustard, the golden's mustard. They had packets (laughs) that excited him. And I was just like, wow, this guy is legit. The guy they talk about on the show. This is wild. And there was a thing about him, uh, which was. Like he went up there for himself. He's he's one of the few comics I could say literally just went up there. Could not give a fuck if <laughs> that you liked him or didn't like him. In fact, he would a lot of times lean into getting rid of the people, kind of like a like like sifting through the shit and, right. and finding okay, who really wants to stay here, right? Who really wants to stick around for the good stuff? Because the rest of this shit, you're not going to like. <laughs> and he would do it on... I mean, watching him at the House of Blues was great. Then uh, years later, you know, of course, throughout the years, coming up on Stern when he was allowed to uh, was great. And then um, I got to work with him again. I got booked with him again in Jersey to do some show somewhere. And I go up and I, you know, and I open for him. And then this is the greatest part about working with Gilbert, other than giving him a ride to the gig. That's usually the other part. He's not paying for a lot of stuff. So uh, we do the gig. And then he goes up and proceeds to walk like 30% of the room on purpose, just doing awful, lame shit. <laughs> We're laughing. We're dying in the back. And then as soon as, you know, the last person leaves that he felt was necessary and needed to leave, then he starts in with his stuff and, and it's crushing. And it is just like <laughs> just watching a, a fucking master at his craft work, but also not give a shit at the same time. It was it's pretty it's amazing. And the tributes that are coming out all over online, um, Aflac tweeted out five tasteless jokes about Gilbert's death. Oh, God. Isn't that isn't that ironic? We've come full hypocritical. Yeah, yeah, there's a duck on there talking shit about him. <laughs> it's bullshit. 
He was he was the Mariano Rivera of walking rooms in comedy clubs. <laughs> the, if you wanted a room cleared out early, you just go, give me the Jew. You point to the left arm and, and they bring a... <laughs> comes out, walks him. <sighs> We're gonna. Make, I'm just wondering how much he's gonna charge for his funeral ticket wise. Oh, you know, God. Gilbert's still gonna be looking to make a score. <laughs> Genocide. Welcome, Gilbert Gottfried's dead. Have a great Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Doesn't it always come in threes? I hate to be that that crazy mm. one, but it comes in threes, right? It was so do I, which is weird. <laughs> My wife uh, hates it. Uh, yes, Bob Saga, and now and now Gottfried. Well, we we had more than threes. We had we had Norm, we had Saget, we had Louis, Louis. We got Gilbert. Speaking of, there you go. Look, look at that. That's some Back to the Future shit. If, the, if this picture just evaporated right now, that's crazy. Wow. That's nuts, man. And all three of these dudes did it their way too. Look at this picture: Norm, Saget, Gilbert, and Jeff Ross at the uh, Comedy Cellar. And Jeff Ross is still with us. God damn it. <laughs> How do we lose on that fucking trade? Well, I, I mean, he, he was, he was one of, a, I remember doing a gig with him in Caroline's and his wife, I think was pregnant with their first or just had their first. And she we're in the green room and she has and it's just me gilbert his wife and this friend friend of his wife and she walks into the green room with a bag and she has a gift and it's like 10 minutes before the show gilbert's just standing there and i'm standing around and his wife pulls out this blanket the woman made and she goes gilbert look she made a blanket for the baby and gilbert <laughs> backstage he's not on anywhere nothing's being filmed he just goes Oh, an AIDS quilt right in front of the woman's face. Her face dropped. She didn't. Uh, Gilbert's wife's like, sorry. Like, I don't know what to tell you. She's used to it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's just Gilbert in a nutshell, man. He he just didn't give a fuck 24-7. He was going to do it his way. And he, you know, the originals do it like that, man. He's definitely an OG. For sure. Is that what you would call, like, uh, I've heard this expression, a comics comic, right? Yeah, but I think he was more than that. I, he was definitely a comics comic. But I think he... <clears throat> I think he was so original and so different. Yeah, that voice that every, A comics comic is basically saying, like, not everybody gets this guy, but we do. Right, right. And I feel like everybody got Gilbert. They may not have enjoyed it. <laughs> but they all got it. So I, I feel like he was, he's, I mean, combination, yeah, of just like a comics comic and just a killer comic. Man. So I, I, you know, unbelievable to watch him work. Doing impressions. Georgie Jetzel. Who does a Georgie Jetzel impression ever? Nobody but him. And goes into it as if everybody's heard it, as if everybody <laughs> right. knows. What Georgie Jetzel sounds like. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's great. Uh, Bobby Friend, my favorite Gilbert memory is when he and Artie would riff back and forth laughing and extending Robin's news on the Stern Show. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, those days, you're never going to get radio like that anywhere ever again. I care how many comics you have sitting in. It's just not going to happen. The, that's the perfect storm of comedy. All the elements converged to make this amazing fuck. Doing doing uh, dice, doing the Pope, <laughs> but kids Tootsie Rolls. Like, I mean, and half the shit was on terrestrial radio that they were doing that was crushing with. 
there's a legendary story of of him uh getting picked up so the director of fast times at ridgemont high amy heckerling uh decides to invite gilbert over for dinner and gilbert gilbert comes in on the train i believe or a flight and and then her the director's assistant picks him up and starts driving him back to the house and now this is a very jewish move is Jews like to bring up the Holocaust, right? And talk about like the, it's it's so weird, right? But it's I've been a, I've been a part of it. Like I've seen this happen to me. So they're dry, and she's like, and she tells the worst person of all, she's like, oh, but you know, my parents uh, were in the Holocaust or something. And then Gilbert right away goes, how did they keep so thin? And he starts asking about, and just the whole right to the point where. She gets to her boss's house and says, you have to throw this guy out. She goes, this guy is disgusting. And then what made it great is he told the story on Howard. And then they had Amy call it. They had the assistant call in. And he did the Holocaust jokes again to her on the phone. Oh, my God. I missed that one. That's amazing. Oh, my God. It's, 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 He's probably it's, loving every minute of it, too. Oh, Howard's dying. They're all dying. You know, he he. another legendary story. He, he They asked him to open for the Go-Go's uh, back when they're prime. They told him, you know. Don't curse, whatever you do, don't say cunt. He comes out there and fucking it's all he says is cunt. There's all these fucking moms with their daughters in the audience. Some fucking little Jews up there screaming cunt. It's just it never ends. It never ends. The stories of him, everyone's got, you know, five to ten stories about Gilbert, and they're all yeah, just killer. One of a kind. Yeah, I believe. I think Penn Gillette tells the story of of Gilbert uh, meeting Jerry Lewis for the first time. And like how they were all talking shit about Jerry Lewis and what an asshole he was. And then he comes over to Gilbert and he's like, hello, Gilbert. And he's like, hello, Mr. Lewis. I'm a big fan of you. And like bailed on everything and just he's like, what do you want me to do? It's Jerry Lewis, you know. Which I always thought was cool because a guy like that who's like such a legend, you're like, you just don't, you don't comprehend that they look up to people too. You know, they're so big that you're just like, they're probably their own goddamn heroes, (laughs) but they have them. They have, and then the roasts and and all this stuff, man. We we got some stuff. Um, what What do you got there, maestro? Well, speaking of roast, why don't we just start off with that? I have some clips of. Um, he I don't literally know it... saved the Comedy Central roast because they, the Gilbert was the star. Probably, you know, the nine eleven, the one after nine eleven was probably the the biggest and best one, and where he shined the most. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, I can we turn it up a little bit? Stage, 
she once again sprays a carpet of short <laughs> curly hairs all over the microphone and the front row of the nauseated audience members. You know, him and Norm had a very similar thing um, where, you know, they they just hammered a premise. Like, they, they'll just go up there with one joke, basically, one topic, and just keep on it, keep on it, keep on it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> And they and you, you may hate it at first, but by the time they're done, they're like, you're like, this is brilliant. You get it. By the way, breaking news. I just want to announce uh, the texts and messages are pouring in from uh, celebrities all over. This oh, no. one from a uh, gentleman you may know as Bobo. <laughs> um, My favorite. And I'll read the following. Hi, babe. I'll read the following. Hey, Shuli, how terrible is the passing of comedy legend Gilbert? I'm totally shocked. Huge part of the show for years. I had no idea he had a long-term illness. What a shit day with the subway shooting as well. Hope you're doing well, my friend. (laughs) I do miss our weekly chats. You are really missed by all of us. Stay well, buddy. Aw. Yeah. I'm going to write him back. This is Shuli's wife. He died uh, a month ago. It's being overshadowed by Gilbert's death. Please don't ever call back again. <laughs> I believe he did a roast of Anne Frank Gilbert dressed as Hitler. So I mean, he really takes it up a notch. He he gets dressed for the occasion. How about the aristocrats? I mean, that is one of the greatest comedy documentaries out there. Just about one joke, and Gilbert was was a god of it. He was the king of it. Everybody. And that's the thing. When you watch those roasts, you watch whatever, you know, Gilbert's doing in a public forum where other entertainers are there. And there's not one of them that is like, or rolling their eyes or like, Pete (laughs) Davidson again. You know, nobody's doing that. Everybody's legit ecstatic to see Gilbert. They can't wait to hear what's coming out of his mouth. They're, They're in. He has them in the, he's had them in the palm of his hand since he touches the stage like imagine that kind of fucking power like that's insane no wonder the guy's doing impressions from 45 years ago he doesn't have to write anything right let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, see what else like blunt girl says bobo didn't know he was sick i am shocked i know bobo's usually on top of these things blunt. hey everybody shuli here and i want to tell you about a great new podcast that i think you're gonna love why well because i'm on it along with my comedy brother james matter we started together in vegas he's now one of the best comics in new york city you'll see him at every single comedy club you go to in new york he's the man i'm the man but guess what for a long time and still periodically we bomb everybody does it so the podcast is just that a podcast about bombing it's called thanks for coming out it stars myself and james Mattern, and it features some of your favorite comedians that are working today because here's one thing we all have in common no matter how funny you think those comics are At one point, they suck. And we're going to pay tribute to the suck, and we're going to analyze it, we're going to break it down, we're going to trade war stories, because really that's what all comics do. We get together, we knock a few back, and we talk about the hell that is comedy. So join us. It's called Thanks for Coming Out, a podcast about bombing, available on all platforms and on YouTube. And be sure to visit our Patreon page where you help us make the bonus shows. You submit videos for us, awkward bombing videos, could be your own, could be some you've seen online. You send it to us, we analyze it, we break it all down, and we post it. So join our Patreon, patreon.com slash thanks for coming out. And if it doesn't go great, well, thanks for coming out. All right, everybody, back to the show. What else you got, champ? I got, let's see, I got Gilbert reading Fifty Shades of Grey. All right. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried. 
My inner goddess has stopped dancing and is staring too, open mouth and drooling slightly. Hear it the way it was meant to be heard. Keep still, he orders, and slowly he inserts his thumb inside me, rotating it around and around, stroking the front wall of my vagina. No fisting, you say. Anything else you object to? I agree to the fisting, but I'd really like to claim your ass. Famed voice actor. By the way, that that's that's what that book's about. Jesus Christ! <laughs> they should call it "How to Wear Her Like a Wristwatch." Then at least it explains what I'm about to read. That delivery. Of, I thought it was about painting. I thought it was about. <laughs> I thought it was about color schemes. I didn't know it was the guy's fucking got a human swatch on his goddamn arm. All right. I mean, that's just genius. And whoever said. We need an audio book of this written by Gilbert is brilliant. Brilliant. That's great. I found some uh, old um, late night uh, appearances from Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert's another one of those dudes like fucking uh, Norm that would just kind of take over a show. And and he was he I imagine for the host, he's one of those guys where they're like, well, I don't have to do too right. much heavy lifting tonight. Easy night. You know? Easy night. Easy night. Yeah. Bring Gilbert out. This is Letterman, huh? Yeah. My next guest uh, is a very odd and a very funny person. He can currently be seen in a motion motion picture called Bad Medicine. Uh, I think you're in for a real treat. Wow. Please welcome Gilbert Gottfried. Gilbert. Bad Medicine. I think it said it was 85. Yeah, this is, I was going to say, mid-80s. Believe it. Oh, that was wonderful. Oh, that ah, what a beautiful crowd. What a wonderful audience. Oh, you're a beautiful crowd. I love you. I'd like to take Can you, you pause home. One sec? I'd like to now you gotta understand. It's comics going on late night tonight <laughs> these days, right? It's a big fucking deal. And they prepare and prepare, and then the TV, you know, the the channel's got to get involved. The network, they they have to review. The show has to review your material, give you any changes, any notes, whatever. And and now these late night shows can't do shit for you. What they could do for you back then in the yeah. mid '80s, this spot was a million times more important. And here, this fucking guy comes out. <laughs> And for the first 30 seconds, he's just going, wow, wow, wow. Amazing audience. Amazing. I want to take you home with me. Has not started a joke. Hasn't said a joke. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> the, the... Go ahead. See you all naked. I'd like to beat you. I'd like to humiliate you. I'd like to hang each one of you naked by your ankles and smear cheese all over your body. I'd like to... I'd like it to be, I'd like it to be tepid cheese. Not even hot or cold. See, hot and cold, your body reacts to tepid. You gotta, there's something tepid on me. It's tepid. You got it, you guys got it. Now, th now, this is the genius. That is Gilbert, okay? He's making people forget about the fact that they're hanging upside down naked by their ankles, and now you're focused on the temperature of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> by the way if you search uh gilbert godfrey stand up 2010 same bit he's doing the same bit and it's still crushed <laughs> go ahead back to the tepid cheese they smeared something tepid on me i'd like i'd like it to be the kind of cheese you find only at parties <laughs> The kind of cheese where you didn't eat all day because you thought there'd be food at the party. <laughs> you had millions of opportunities to eat all day. Everyone was offering you food. They said, here, have a nice steak. No, I can't. I'm going to a party. There'll be so much food there. Well, would you like a pizza? No, no, I can't. I can't. I'm going to... There's food from the 
door to the window. Food. All they have <laughs> is Hold on, it again. And this was a lot of his stuff was conversational stuff between two characters in the bit. And and it it would just work. It would just he he would he would have the he had the script in his head for these conversations. It was so funny. <laughs> Keep going. Will there be women at this? No, 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 it's food. How would you like some organically grown berries? No, no, I can't, I can't. Too filling. It's way too filling. And then you walk into the party, and there in front of you is a wedge of cheese. And it's it's like it's like soft and yellow on the inside and hard black wax on the outside. It's like you're never quite sure if you should eat the hard black wax. <laughs> It's like, because you figure, well, if I eat the hard black wax, people are going to, you know, maybe I should just eat the yellow pot and throw away the hard black wax. Then you do that, you throw it away, and they go, He's, yeah, why didn't you eat the hard black wax? <laughs> then it's the most nutritious part of the cheese. Eat the hard black wax. <laughs> or you can eat the hard black wax. This is on, by the way, pause it again. Let me just remind everybody. This is on network television. David Letterman show NB-fucking-C, dude. NBC <laughs> after Carson, okay? After Carson. And this guy's just fucking around. <laughs> yes. There's no yes. way he's back there going, okay, I got I to gotta say Black Wax four times. Like He's not a Seinfeld. It's not, not, you know what I mean? None of this is like, I got to change this word to that word. I don't, uh, <laughs> listen, I wasn't in on Gilbert's writing process. I'm just going with my gut and I just don't see him being that type of comic. Definitely more of a, of a free, you know, free flowing riff guy. Well, obviously you, you've heard him on Stern throughout the years on the news. So, you know, the guy can come up with shit on the fly, but to have the balls to do that on a national television spot. Fucking nuts. Go ahead. Run into the risk that people are going to be looking at you going, there's someone over there eating the hot black wax. He's eating the... Don't, don't, don't look now. Don't look now. Don't look now. Just go act like you're getting a drink and then take a look. Well, okay, I'll act like... See, well, now, he's back, now he's back to the conversation part of the bit, which is, you know, watching him, the times that I've worked with him, I've 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 always like been blown away by that. Like this this it's like a play, right? It's like it's a play that he's doing all the he's like Chaz Palminteri in a Bronx tale. He's playing all the parts. He wrote the fucking thing. He's acting in it. But it's about the fucking temperature of cheese <laughs> instead of growing up in a mob neighborhood. <laughs> Tepid. Tepid. You know? <laughs> Tepid. What? Name me another fucking comic that <laughs> has the word tepid in any bit. Zero. I'll save you the Google search. You know, he's eating the hot Oh my god! He ate it. I think he swallowed it. I think it. No, you're kidding me now. No, he did. He swallowed it. True story. <laughs> that happened. That happened. It's true. Today. I woke up, waited 15 minutes before a Stephen King novel came out. This way it does an alien bit. I was worried. I called him up. I went, Steve, Steve, I have one of those phones that goes flat against your face. <laughs> Steve. My uncle died recently. I put him in a mausoleum. If I keep him there for six months, I can get a toaster. <laughs> Can't wait for my aunt to die. Got my eye on a clock radio. Once I was walking <laughs> through the country. A country? Go, go, go back a little bit. Once I was walking through the country and I looked up in the sky and there was a bolt of lightning and a strange alien ship landed in the middle of the field. And the latches opened up and greenish gray creatures emerged from the ship. They surrounded me, staring at me with their unblinking red orbs. And finally, one of them spoke and said, Ben Gazar is a good actor. Why can't he get a series? <laughs> oh, my God. 
I mean, come on. What are you? What are you talking about here? Nobody's doing that. Nobody's coming close to that. I mean, you watch that show. You remember the show? Like USA up on USA Network, up all night. Uh, they yeah. Just, they used to play movies, and, and he was just. You had the chicks there that were that were the eye candy, and then you had Gilbert as the humor slash boner killer uh, every episode. But he, you know, he 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 also loved horror movies, old school horror movies. Dracula, Dracula was his thing. He loved them, loved them. Um, there's a great episode of uh, Gilbert's amazing colossal podcast. Two of them, I think, with Jay Thomas. When Jay was, ah. and they, those were great episodes, and Jay and him knew each other, and man, it's just wild. <laughs> it's wild, man. I got something Norm, else. Him and Norm were great together too. Yes. You got any Norm with him? I have something I pulled. Um, one of his clips here. It's titled "Hitler's Asshole." Oh, okay. Well, that sounds like a Gilbert bit, if I ever heard it. <laughs> Michael Douglas claims that oral sex can lead to throat cancer, which might shed some light on why Adam Egan prefers to lick men's assholes. That's Adam Egan, by the way. I'll that. Pause it one second. Pause it one second. Adam Adam was the manager uh, for a while at the Comedy Store in L.A. And, okay. And Norm and Adam are friends. Adam's a great guy, but Norm loves busting Adam's balls. <laughs> yes. In every episode of his podcast, Norm would talk about how he found him blowing guys <laughs> under the freeway bridge. <laughs> and he would he would have all these guests on. He'd be like, "Yeah, yeah," because found him blowing guys for uh, ten dollars <laughs> under the bridge. And Adam just sits there, the best straight guy, you know, best straight straight man. And he's just sitting there like, "All right, okay." <laughs> uh, so that was a joke about Adam. I'll be doing that on Woody Woodbury's show next week. All I mean, kidding aside, I hope you don't die of throat cancer. Now look, have you ever seen Norm fucking lose his shit on anybody? He can't even keep it together. That's that's how fucking brilliant Gilbert was. He'd break anyone. Go ahead. <laughs> Sincere. Yeah, no, no, that was sweet. Of course, yeah. I know you lick a lot of men's assholes. And I just pray. Are you watching a slow burn? Sincerely. I sincerely pray that the last time you, you lick out a guy's asshole, you don't die of throat cancer. Yeah. If I was on Oprah, the audience would start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hope next time, Adam. Beats out a man's shit-filled asshole. He doesn't. <clears throat> he doesn't die of throat cancer. What about look under your seats, everyone? <laughs> Why is Adam Egan? It's like how Sammy Davis could sing and dance and do impressions. Right. I'm just like Sammy I, Davis Adam Jr. Could, of ass eating and eat out a man's asshole. So he's the Sammy Davis Jr. of uh, ass eating and, and, and while he's got his tongue inserted in a man's asshole, he's going, Candy Man. <laughs> candy Man. <laughs> hey, there's Adam looking on a man's asshole. Maybe he'll help. Oh He's trying to fix his car. Oh, it's a callback. It's a callback. Good segue. He needs help. He maybe you have a jack. Hey, Adam's looking on a man's asshole. Who's on first race? <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Last night, I was licking at a man's asshole, and I noticed a cancerous tumor in my throat. That's his impression of you. It's the highest form of flattery. If a real impressionist did this, he'd go, and... Adam licking out a man's asshole, it might go something like this. <laughs> I thought he was going to do it. I thought he was still. Okay. No, <laughs> Oh, my God. It's just oh five minutes God. of him doing that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I highly recommend watching that episode of the Norm Show and, and watching the uh, it's on YouTube when Norm McDonald loses a sponsor, the man great. Uh, they were a sponsor of his podcast. until he did a commercial with uh, Nick Swartzen in it and uh, lost the sponsorship immediately after it aired. Uh, Gilbert, God bless, man. What a fucking what else you got? Well, folks, I'm excited to welcome our newest sponsor and maybe our biggest sponsor to The Shuli Show, Rustic Cuts. What is Rustic Cuts? It's basically your go-to for naturally raised beef. They're out of Iowa. Man in charge, his name's Rick. He's got 7 million acres and owns every cow in friggin' Iowa. They're all his. This meat is aged 21 days before going straight to your table. I've had other meat companies send out packages. Believe me when I tell you, none of them come close. Between the size and the quality of this meat, you will not be disappointed. And here's what I love the most about Rustic Cuts. They approached me and they said to me, Shuli, we want to be the Steven Singer of the Shuli Show. And I told him you came to the right place, because I know my fans. You guys are rabid, you're loyal, and you support every sponsor we have. You go on their website, rusticcutscb, like cbradio.com. You'll see a section just for The Shuli Show. You'll see every item named after The Shuli Show. You use promo code SHULI, you get 10% off, you get free shipping, and we get to show them that The Shuli Show is the place to be when it comes for advertising your product. Not to mention, if enough of you buy the Get Lenny Some Action package, we will finally be able to kill off his virginity forever. So just go to the site, rusticcutscb.com. Enter in promo code SHULI, S-H-U-L-I. And that's the hard part. The rest is easy. Grill and enjoy. If you love the show, if you love ESO, if you love the shoes team, now's your chance to show it. These guys believe in us, and I believe in you. And let's all believe in each other, right, guys? Shut up, nerd. All right. But in all seriousness, man, you're listening to this because you believe in me, you believe in the show. You know the motto of the Shuli Show. Hope is for suckers. Belief is everything. I was saying that shit long before Ted Lasso stole it. Rick at Rustic Cuts blew my mind with how down he is with this show. Now let's blow his mind and each other. Let's blow each other and show him that he made the right choice. Rustic Cuts CB, like CBRadio.com. Promo code SHULI, S-H-U-L-I. Pick yourself up a package. Purchase the Get Lenny Some Action Bundle. You're going to get four New York 12-ounce steaks, four 14-ounce ribeye, Two fillets, eight ounces each, 12 hamburger patties. I've had all of this. I'm fat. It's delicious. RusticCutsCB.com, promo code Shuli. Rustic Cuts, you rule. Let's get back to the show. Um, so Gilbert did a lot of cameos. Okay. And they were legendary. And I have one here that a, a fan got. Well, of course uh, he did cameos. He got paid for them. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, like it was charity work in the Sudan. <laughs> Gilbert did a lot of uh, stuff on his own free time. <laughs> no, you, you send him the fucking money. He'll do whatever the fuck you want. He's Ron Burgundy. So this is a cameo from Gilbert to somebody? Uh, the, Her brother got this for her, like a birthday or, or Christmas present. Christmas oh, okay. present. Yeah, I like it. Go ahead. Please take your seats. As you know, McKenna, we do, I do a similar gift every year. So this year I went a little above and beyond. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is for McKenna, and it's coming from Jared. Uh, now, first of all, 
Merry Christmas. Merry, take a deep breath. Merry Christmas. Now, I want you to open up your gift. Okay? I open your gift. And now, congratulations on being the world's biggest bitch. So, Merry Christmas. You, you, McKenna, you are the biggest bitch. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> I mean, that guy, good for him. That's a fucking killer, killer one. What is this one? So this is another podcast, uh, Cold Ones, and okay. um, this is Max and Chad. Uh, they do, they do uh, when they're not doing the actual podcast, they do a lot of other fun videos. One of them was they were getting uh, celebrity cameos to just get them to say the most ridiculous stuff. So, of course, they went to Gilbert, and, <laughs> and this is what happened. Like I said, the Ron Burgundy of cameo. <laughs> right, right, right. If the check clears, you're going to hear whatever you – him and High Pitch, are the, they both have ended cameos with white power, I believe. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried with a message from Craig. It's about lead poisoning. My balls are itching and swelling. I need to see a doctor. But I've been putting it off. I have been using sour cream from the fridge to cool the itching and swelling of my balls. The cream has caused a fungus to sprout it smells like shit and ash and balls but also nachos okay hi this is gilbert gottfried i'm pissing and shitting and coming this one is for Hootie Pie and the nine-year-old army. I am the cum lord. Choir is a better let's player. He loves to drink milk. He is so strong and sexy. I'm going to take a shit now. What the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> That's what I just said. Okay. Well, that was good. Those two were good. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. But take a big shit now. <laughs> just literally reads anything. He's, I said he's a Ron Burgundy. He's a him and High Pitch are exactly the same. Except High, just, high Pitch just reads it because, you know, he's High Pitch. Gilbert's reading it as soon as the money comes in. God bless. <laughs> Uh, I could just have one more thing here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is uh, nine minutes. We obviously won't play that. But nine minutes of Gilbert giving zero fucks on Celebrity Apprentice. Oh, I love this. When when I saw that was the only time I've ever watched Celebrity Apprentice is when Gilbert was was on the cast because I'm like, who knows what? And then <laughs> look at it. This is the <laughs> one of the captains from the crab fishing show on Deadliest Catch on. Discovery Channel. This is uh, what's his name? Sig Hansen from the Captain of the Northwestern, ladies and gentlemen. Sig Hansen on Celebrity Apprentice, and Ian Ziering is behind him. That, that should tell you. That should tell you the the Q rating of Ian Ziering. Ian. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. Go ahead. Are there any questions? I'm wondering why we have to stand outside in the freezing cold when we could be in a warm office. Somewhere. Do you believe in global warming? Oh, yes. And you, does anybody have any questions? Yeah, can we go inside, please? Yes, you can. Yes. You know, Kevin, uh, my daughter's icon, when she was nine, she wanted to marry him. If I may say I wanted to marry you, too, uh, yeah. I have a picture of you in my bedroom. I would only hope so. I think everyone is kind of wondering what contributions I'll be making and if I will screw it up. I can't really tell. 
I have a guy, a friend of mine, a carnival guy, who'll stand outside and swallow fire. Get him. And I've got a Howard Stern lookalike. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Gilbert, 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 my man. Terrell he's Owens. a breath of fresh Terrell air. Owens. If I Terrell Owens and Gilbert Godfrey hit it off, then you know Gilbert Godfrey is a man loved by any and all people, all walks of life. Uh, yeah, you can kill this one. I, I mean, it's unbelievable, dude. It was such a, and he was booked on uh, Skankfest. That, oh, uh, that, uh, yeah, he's supposed to do Skankfest in October that I'll be doing. <sighs> so that was a real bummer. Um, but hey, you know, we got, we got to enjoy so much of his work. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Talk about stealing a movie in, in a scene. <laughs> His scene in Beverly Hills Cop 2 as the lawyer when he's trying when Axel Foley's trying to get information out. I remember I till this day I remember the theater, the loudness of the laughter in the theater in his scene. Um I think I got it. Yeah, let's see it. One second. Ed. Think about it. You're in a movie for like what is this? Two minutes, 17 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and people walk out after an hour and a half, and all they remember is that two minute scene. Oh, yeah. Sidney Bernstein was his name. That's great. Oh, 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 come right in. Don't let the fact that my door's closed dissuade you in any way from entering my office. Sir, we're at the Beverly Hills Police Department. Are you Mr. Sidney Bernstein? Yes, lucky guess. Well, sir, you have 25 unpaid parking tickets. We have a warrant for your arrest. Tw 25? What 25? You what? have 25 unpaid parking tickets, sir? I, I, I pay my tickets. I pay I pay all my tickets. Sir, do you own a black Mercedes-Benz license plate number CRL 507? 507? That's my wife's car. That's not my car. That's you my have 25 unpaid yeah, parking I mean, tickets. It's under my name, but it's my wife's car. No, no, no. Bitch! The tickets have not been paid. That means you're liable. Can you cuff Mr. Bernstein, please? Cuff me! Mr. There Bernstein. are people out there with chainsaws. You're cuffing me. Well, sir, you have 25 unpaid parking tickets, and it's your car, so we have to take you in. Wait a second. I've got an idea. Is there something that I have in this office that I could hand to you and that would make you kind of forget that you're holding those uh, little pink tickets there? What are you trying to say, sir? Like you'd be holding something in that hand, and this hand you'd forget about. This hand you'd be concentrating on. That hand you'd go, "What? What did I have there? I don't." This, even is, this, this is a bit from his act. I guarantee you. This whole let's say I gave put something in this hand. I did this hand. I swear to you, this is no different. Yeah. I mean, like if I had um, two hundred dollars in his hand. Ouch! Let go of my arm. Two hundred dollars. Ouch, please. I'm robbing you. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> One, his two, they're real crisp. Well, now that you think yes. about this, Bernstein. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to have to use your uh, computer because I have to wipe all, all evidence of this transaction out, you know. No problem. No problem oh, at all. Thank you, Sydney, so much. Oh, oh, certainly. Thank you certainly. Very much. Yes. Also, Sydney, one other Yes, yes. I mean, yes, um, yes, yes. Um, I'm quite sure, man, your position understands that. Uh, my contact down at headquarters wouldn't want his name to be known. Don't I know it? Right. Don't so could, I know? Could you excuse me for a second yeah. while I? Uh huh. Up? Oh, you're gonna just yeah. yeah it's it's secret. It's like a James Bond thing. Exactly. Sure. Yes. So yes. Yes. Thank you. No problem. Hey, no problem at all. Anything you want to use? Love it. I don't want to hear it. Love it. Yeah. Bitch. Just picks up the phone <laughs> as if she's been on hold the whole time and yells, "Bitch." <laughs> Uh, is ESO coming for Skankfest in Vegas? I hope so. I, uh, think, uh, I got a meeting this week. I, I think Rustic Cuts is coming out, so uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna get ESO involved for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I wanted to jump on uh, today and talk about this Gilbert thing. Um, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, pal. Uh, it was an honor working with you. Pleasure getting to know you, your wife. Uh, you're a good dude, good man, and uh, one of the best comedians to ever do it. So God bless, man. 
And uh, thank you guys for listening. Listen, um, I'm no Gilbert, but I, I am performing. Uh, I'm still alive, barely. <laughs> I'll be in Atlanta the 16th of April. That's a Saturday night at the Whiskey Exchange. So I hope you guys come out to that. And then starting the 19th through the 23rd, I will be out in California. Uh, 19th is at the Comedy Store in La Jolla. It's in San Diego. Come out. Myself, special guest Jason Ellis. Then we got Simi Valley, the 20th, Redlands, 21st, 23rd, Cathedral City. That's at a dispensary, that show. So it's very limited tickets. I nice. highly suggest you come to that. And uh, and then in May, I'm in New York uh, and Atlantic City and Connecticut. So, uh, yeah, Pennsylvania. We got, uh, I think, in in. Oh, yeah, that might be I do, I'm doing the pack center in New Jersey, a huge fucking pack center. So that's going to be in, in June, I think. Anywho, thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks for supporting. If you know a comic, hug them. Tell them you love them. We're dropping yeah. like flies. You never know. You never know. It could be the last dick joke you ever hear from that person. <laughs> so tell them you love them. And uh, thanks, everybody, for hanging out and supporting and watching. Tell your friends. Oh, and I'm recording you today or tomorrow. I'm going to record uh, the first episode with, uh, I think I'm just going to call the show My Wife, <laughs> where I just uh, we just play videos for each other. So I have one. I have a really good one that I think it should upset her, but I think she's going to end up liking it. Perfect. So, yeah. Because um, I don't want to piss her off right out the gate because then this show right. is going to be one episode. That's it. Yeah. Step by step. But I got to push, you know, I got to poke <laughs> it with a stick a little bit. A little bit. Uh, yeah. And then when I come back from LA, exciting news uh, that I'll have a co host here with me. My pops is uh, moving in. For ah, that's right. So the great Eli will be joining the cast of the Shuli <laughs> Show. Hello, Eli. Uh, hello friend Eli <laughs> You'll be able to hear such amazing uh, um, Thoughts like Put them all on an island together And let them kill each other Stuff like that So you, you don't want to miss it We got a lot of fun stuff coming up uh, Ask Suzanne will be back um, The temperature in my studio is going to fluctuate Between 20 degrees Either high or low when this guy moves in here you're going to see me in a fucking you're going to see me dressed like a viking going cross country one day uh i can't i can't wait to be the thermostat nazi for him <laughs> i was just going to say but this time it's your yeah. it's your thermostat my, either i'm going to be in a parka or my tits are going to be flopped out <laughs> on the table i don't know what to tell you but it's going to be exciting we're looking forward to it thank you everybody uh review rate helps yes. us in the charts helps us on the thing with the thing and then leave a thing there and do the thing there and smash that thing. All right. Uh, we'll see you later. Bye everybody. <laughs> <laughs>